Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Making an Impact, with our guest, Matt. Thanks for being here today, Matt. Would you please introduce yourself? Thanks for inviting me, Matt. Uh, my name is Matt Picardle. Matt with one T. <laughs> Matt Picardle, and I'm a structural engineer uh, at DCI Engineers. I've been here for, I think, almost eight years already, designing buildings, designing structures, uh, structural engineering. And on the side, I'm also the co-host of EMI's The Structural Engineering Channel podcast, where we talk to uh, structural engineers that have been working out in the field about their career paths and whatnot. And I also have a YouTube channel, my name, but that's mainly focused around, I guess, it's structural engineering careers and my advice and like my personal stuff to do with the structural engineering. But also, I just like to share structural engineering topics from that. Awesome. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today and thank you for your time. Why did you choose this career as a structural engineer? Yeah, for me, it was one of the things that I saw when I was a kid. I was I always used to watch the engineering marvels or engineering shows. And I just remember uh, one time I was sitting on the couch. It was me and my dad and we were watching this documentary about the, the Taipei 101, one of the tallest structures in the world. And it the building looked cool, but what really got me excited about it was all of the problems that they had to solve in order to do those things. And it, and all those problems were engineering related. So I thought it was really cool to see how they counteracted wind forces, earthquake forces, and using engineering to solve those problems or else those buildings wouldn't be possible. And yeah, when I was young, that's how I got into it. But during school and as I got more into it, I finally chose structural engineering, mainly because of the impact that it has. It's that's something that I saw later in my student career. It's if you want to choose something that's very impactful and if you find it fulfilling, you can design structures that are used in every day and around the built environment and people use those structures and you keep them safe. So it has a purpose. It has a meeting. And you get to see your buildings. And I think that's one of the things that got me into it. Using, seeing these things that you can design from actually using the stuff that you learn in school. That's something that was really impactful. So you can make an impact. Is there a project or building after you graduated that you worked on that you still marvel at when you can see it out in the build environment? Yeah, one of my favorite projects actually was one of my smaller projects. It was one of the first ones. It was because of the meaning behind it. It was like a Whole Foods Plaza building, steel structure, nothing crazy. It's just one of those commercial places like a Whole Foods store. But that was really impactful for me because when I designed it, I learned so much. That was one of the projects that I got to see from start all the way to finish the whole entire design process. And not only after that, after it was done being constructed, my brother and my niece and their family lives there and they go to that 
plaza all the time. So even when I visit them, we can go past it or walk inside of it. And I get to show them one of those things that, oh yeah, I did this. This is one of my first projects. And it's so cool to see them use it, like having an impact on the community. I think that's one of the things that last, that stuck with me. That's a great story. For my next question, what is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before graduation? Ooh, you know what? I think it's that I wish I knew that when I got into the profession, that it's totally okay and expected to not know anything once you get into the profession. Going from that transition from school to uh, the professional world, uh, yeah, you don't know anything. All you know are the basics, which is what you should know. But there's a whole nother world of the construction industry, the architectural engineering construction industry, and you won't know anything. You're gonna feel so lost. And I wish I knew that because I was probably suffering from imposter syndrome, even during grad school and then my first couple of years of working, I just felt like I, I was so behind, but it, I wasn't behind. That's where everyone starts because this school doesn't teach you how are you supposed to know? You're going to learn it from your colleagues, from your managers, from your mentors. And that's where a lot of the learning is. It's more of an apprenticeship. Your schooling is just to get your foot into the door, but the real learning comes from going into a company and getting that apprenticeship, that's when you know, because I just kept putting myself down. Oh, I, I felt so bad that I didn't know anything. And should I even be here? I don't know anything, but I think it's perfectly normal that you won't know anything. And your bosses should know that. If they don't, then it might be an issue, but they should be supportive and it's completely normal. So I just hope more students don't feel that way when they actually get into the industry, because I think that's pretty common. Yes. And I think another thing that's common, and I think you covered this in one of your YouTube videos, is sometimes the hours and the work-life balance issues related to starting off in your career. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand too, because I think early on in my career, I would purposely like work overtime or work on those projects just because I felt so behind. So I think mentally for me, it wasn't good in terms of work-life balance. So I think knowing that, I think it could have been healthier for me earlier on in my career. For sure. Speaking of that, maybe you have a um, challenging professional situation from that point in time. And what did you learn from it? Yeah, uh, one of the challenging situations, and I'll tell you a story when I was an undergrad, because I think this applies directly to the professional world as well especially for engineering students. For me, some of my background in engineering, I wasn't the smartest engineering student. I was probably like a 3.0. And I went, so I, I didn't think of myself as like the smartest kid in school or anything like that. I could get by, but I then I remember going to one of my professor's uh, office hours and this professor, there was a line in front of his, uh, his door so there was a line of students like wrapping around. And then I just went through uh, the hallway, passed all the students, stepped over them because they're all on the floor and waiting. And then I went to the, his office hours and then we got stuck on some, not looking back at it now, it was like a simple statics problem. But this professor's way of teaching was not giving me the answer. And I think one of my biggest fears came true when I went to that, their office hours. It was, the door was open and 
I was be stuck on this problem and he wouldn't give me the answer. So he'd just be like, nope, that's not how you do it. What is it? And, and I, I just wouldn't get it. I didn't know my statics enough. And at his, <laughs> bless him, his, his patience was immeasurable, but there was a limit. And then there was this time, yeah, he just broke and just got his cup holder, chucked it on the ground. No, this is how you're supposed to do it. How do you not know how to do this? And so he's screaming and yelling and everybody in the hall could hear this whole <laughs> debacle. And for me as a student engineer, that took a big hit to my ego in terms of my self-esteem because, oh, crud, I'm stupid. And yeah, and I did the walk of shame out of there. And that was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. And I think one of the engineer's worst nightmares in terms of your intelligence, because a lot of our worth is based off that. But after that, I'm telling you that because I learned a valuable lesson from that is, okay, I didn't know my statics enough. I went and did self-study. I didn't just rely on the professors to teach me. It's I got a tutor. I got books that simplified it. I went on the internet. I drew from all the resources available to me. I can't just blame my statics class because I didn't, oh, I didn't get a good grade or whatever. No, it's taking it into your responsibility to learn it on your own. And nowadays there's so many resources that you can pull from to, to learn things on your own. There's no excuses, it's just what you want to put into it. And then, yeah, I became a structural engineer. People think that's one of the hardest things to do. And it's not just a matter of, oh, you're not smart enough is, did you put in the effort to learn it by yourself? And did you use all of your resources to learn what you can? Because that's what I've learned continually throughout my professional career for that one point where, yeah, you don't know anything. Well, to get over that, you need to uh, be resourceful. You need to learn these skills. Uh, I think the, the communications uh, aspects of your classes, I think that's great because not only are you just putting it in front of them, they're going to use that throughout their entire career. Mm -hmm. And same thing for me, learning technical or soft skills. You can learn it. They're all skills. Mm -hmm. And what I like about your story, and it's been a theme on the podcast, is that several speakers talked about how when they graduated, they thought that they, their learning was complete, but it isn't. It's lifelong learning. It's always teaching yourself, learning how to solve new problems, learning how to approach new things softwares come out that are different than what you learned in school. So be resourceful and teaching yourself is a very important life skill. Absolutely. So for the final question, what advice would you impart to someone just starting their careers? Or particularly with uh, engineering in, in general, I would, in terms of what you should focus on in terms of your career, definitely the technical stuff. I think whether you're uh, geotech, structural, or civil engineer of any sort, uh, the, the first three to five years, get good at what you can technically. That's, that's your foundation. You need to be good technically. And then after those uh, first couple of years, get your licenses and all that to get all that stuff out of the way, you're good technically. Uh, then you should put more of an effort into those communication skills. I would still focus on communication skills, but now I think once you're five plus years in, you should focus on how you manage your professional relationships, how you communicate with clients, all those things, those become even more and more important the further you are in your career. 
But it, it is important to have that technical background so you can help the next generation of engineers. And it's hard to manage a project, an engineering project if you don't know the technical stuff and what the engineers are actually going through. So yeah, if you want to, I think those are the two most important things and in that order as well. But I think that's more of the one-two punch technical and then soft skills communication. But I would also, as I guess more of a, I don't know, bigger view for, for uh, engineers that are in their career. I, I think it is important to find your why on why you're doing that career. Cause at, at some point your career is going to get mundane or the work. Uh, and the answer isn't always just hop, job, hop, job, hop, job, hop, job, hop. Sometimes that's the answer, but it's, that's like the quick and easy answer. I think there, there is more stuff about, okay, why are you doing this? What do you uh, like about your career? What do you find fulfilling about your career? Because a lot of the times you just look at a spreadsheet or something and you may forget the bigger picture of what your work is actually doing, what it's contributing to society. And uh, I think for me, that's how I'm always interested and I guess passionate about structural engineering because I always see the bigger impact of these of the stuff that we're doing. It's so cool to me to see that, okay, something I learned in school, now it's a permanent thing that I can point to and you can see that it's helping people out. Uh, I think that can keep you going in your career and get you motivated and get a new perspective because at some point you may find yeah, it may be getting duller or anything like that. But I think if you look at the bigger picture, you'll see that it is hard work, but it's it's work worth doing. And I think that's one of the most important things that you can do with your life in general. For sure. I always remind my students, life is too short to be unhappy. So find something that you're passionate about. Doing that gets you excited in the morning to actually solve those problems. Yeah. So it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast today. And thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Matt. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. To you, the listener, thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey. Oh, 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 oh,